Hey y'all, welcome to season one of the I Don't Know What To Call It podcast. That's right, we don't have a name and we don't really know what to call this thing, but we're here to have some crazy dope conversations with you as our guests. So, I'm your host, Errol. And I'm your host, Ashley B. And even though we don't have a name, we do have a common goal. And that's to help you dominate your sphere of influence, push past your fears, and live the life God designed for you. I co-sign, I co-sign. That sounds like a great plan. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. We are back with another episode. We missed you guys. It's only been like a week, but (laughs) we're so glad to have you guys back with us listening to this. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. It Mm -hmm. has been overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And so we're here to do what we do best and bring y'all these IDK facts. But first... Our weekly check-in. Yes. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty okay. Pretty okay. So last week you were good. Yeah. And today you okay. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. What does okay mean? Uh, okay. you. Oh, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> <laughs> okay is, um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty okay. It's, uh, that's it. So-so. I see. I it's see. not so-so. Okay. I'm just, I'm pretty good. All right, I, I guess I can. I guess you know if Jesus will accept that. Yes, he I'll, yes I'll he accepts me as I am. Amen. <laughs> well, if, Y'all should have still be close my eyes. <laughs> she definitely did. She's like about I was to go about to start a, praying. She's about to go to a whole prayer trance and go to sleep. Um, other than that, I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. Oh, man. I am doing well. I have mm-hmm. a minimal energy, but I feel like my minimal energy gives me like a boost of energy. Yes, it does. Like. You'll be on a thousand. When I'm tired, I'll be on a thousand for like the next five minutes and then I crash. So we're not going to receive that crash, though, because we need more than five minutes. Yes. We need to carry you through to the end of the episode. Okay. Okay. We can do that. Yes. It's a carry through. It's a carry through. Carry you. I'm going to stop singing on these episodes. Yes, because you sang last week. The people didn't want me to. They didn't ask me to sing. But you gave it to them. But I gave it to them anyhow. But they didn't. They came on here to hear me talk. Yes. Not to sing. But they might need that. They might need this. They, They got iTunes. Just to remind and Spotify. you that when you listen to this episode, mm-hmm. whatever you're going through, he's going to carry you through Come to on. the very end. You see how God works, makes all things. He said, well, <laughs> all, all things. things. Like, okay. No. Makes <laughs> <laughs> all things out for oh, your good. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, that love the Lord. That's, Don't that's get me caught up. I know my word. <laughs> You better sleep. Good night. Mighty God. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. What are we talking about tonight? Yes, What's the IDK the fact? The IDK fact today um, is entrepreneurship statistics reveal that 24 million Americans want to abandon their nine to five jobs and start their own. What? How 24 million Americans. 24 million? That's everybody on the earth. That's not everybody, but <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good chunk of people. Yes, they um, want to. Yeah. It doesn't say that they do. It says that they have a desire to literally. And why do you think that is? I think that we all have this burning desire to start something that will create some type of legacy for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, that's, what, that's my answer. I believe that we all have this burning desire now whether we step out on them or not mm-hmm. is the determining factor on whether it's a fact or not but can't you create a well can you create a legacy with your nine to five as well yes That's i what, actually okay. believe so there's this thing like we're talking about quit our nine to five jobs mm-hmm. and launch all of the things and i feel like there's a group of people 
in, including us, we worked mm-hmm. for nine to fives for a long time. We would go to work at the same exact time, see yeah, each other on the highway. Yeah, hey, girl. <laughs> yeah, you too, bro. <laughs> um, but I feel like there's a time when we, we're called to that mm-hmm. to be able to assist another company. I feel like we talked about this on another episode. Probably. Um, but so I'm going to stop right there. No, but being going. able to partner with another um, vision so mm-hmm. that you're able to assist them carry out what they're trying to carry out in that yeah. time. Um, so I believe that you can create a legacy with your nine to five. I believe there are people who are called to be the boss, but there's also people who are called to assist that vision because you have something that will be able to take that business, that mm-hmm. idea, that company to the next level. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a duality. I feel like there's people who are called to be the CEO and there are people who are sent to carry out the vision of the CEO. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, to, to Not to piggyback, but to mm-hmm. tag onto that, I really believe that half of these people, not even half, more than more than all of the people that so you named, more than, more than a twenty four million. million. Yeah, I feel like that statistic is probably outdated. But more mm-hmm. than a twenty four million people are in careers that mm-hmm. aren't pleasing to them. Yeah. So they're in like careers and fields that they don't actually love mm-hmm. and they don't actually enjoy, Why do you think which that makes is? them want to quit. I think it's society, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it's like what they see mm-hmm. and how you actually quote unquote make it in life mm-hmm. is dependent on how much money you make, mm-hmm. um, and how you can make a living for yourself or mm-hmm. your family. Um, and to have that that American dream, quote unquote, um, whatever that looks like. And I think that uh, because people are desperate for that and because mm-hmm. people haven't had the connections to latch on to other people who know how to do it or mm-hmm. know how to get it started mm-hmm. or uh, because they haven't met the person that can yeah. bring them to their dream job, mm-hmm. they kind of just settled yeah. so it's settling for yeah a, i think it's a settling and i think it's a it's what's convenient what yeah. what can what they can make the both how they can make the best out of what they've been given yeah and i think um sadly enough that's where most of us lie yeah. when it comes to um our nine to five or i can honestly say that the jobs i loved the most was when i was a waitress Weird. I can see that. I loved I being a waitress. I kind of wanted to be a waiter at one point. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I loved... Until I realized how, how often people get on my nerves. But Oh my gosh. But they got on my nerves, but I still loved the ability, like the whole hospitality field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved conne- connecting with people, and I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, So I really feel like, like you said, when you're able to find something that you thoroughly enjoy, it changes your, changes your perspective of where you are mm-hmm. and how you actually show up. Yeah, and I think, uh, like, in addition to that mm-hmm. you wouldn't mind serving someone else's vision if that vision aligned with yours no, and so yeah. i even got to a point where i think that's why companies when you apply to their position to, to the positions that they're offering mm-hmm. to the positions that they are offering mm-hmm. can't talk um you can't talk <laughs> okay thank you better correct me every time i say it you never miss <laughs> yes, the I'm beat keep on saying you never it. miss the beat this is a good friend y'all y'all need to get yourself to <laughs> ashley Britton because oh, the woman guy gonna get you right um <laughs> i think that what was i saying you're talking about, um, man. Dang, we both forgot. We can't forget. Bring it back, Holy Ghost. Um, this is live, uncut. <laughs> live, uncut. Man, I forgot. Um, come on, come on, come on. You distracted me. I'm sorry. Distraction. I'm not sorry because I want to change, help okay. you change. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, dang, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't How remember. did I start? I really don't remember. I was talking about... I was talking about being a waiter, uh-huh. how I always wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it affects the way you serve. So yes. I feel like once you connect to someone else's vision that you believe in, mm-hmm. then you're, you're, it changes mm-hmm. the way you actually show up to mm-hmm. work. And I, I was saying that's why companies often ask you, mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. have you 
read our mission and vision? Mm-hmm. Have you reviewed our website? How does this affect you? Or do you even believe in what it is that we're saying? Mm-hmm. They even ask you what your core values are, what your morale is. Mm-hmm. Like they want to know these things to see if you're a, be- a best fit for the company because it affects your work ethic. Mm-hmm. It affects how you show up. It affects how you do the work. Because once you love the work, you do it way. Like if I'm quite honest, mm-hmm. I haven't worked as hard as I did before the career, the jobs that I have now. Mm-hmm. In my previous jobs, I wasn't working as hard. I, I mean, sure wasn't. I'm a hard worker. Like you let's are. not, let's not, you know but, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a hard worker, but because I didn't love it as mm-hmm. much, I didn't give my best. I'm yeah. not offering you my graphic design skills in this company because mm-hmm. I don't really like working here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm working here to, to like make a living, of course, mm-hmm. to do my job. But mm-hmm. I feel like I go above and beyond in the areas that I love. Mm-hmm. And that's probably bad. But it's also the hard, the like the hard truth. Like mm-hmm. people are gonna give a hundred percent plus to what they love. Mm-hmm. Like it's just innate. It's mm-hmm. in, it's innate in us, and mm-hmm. we really have to have to ask God for grace. Yeah. To to operate mm-hmm. in those areas where we don't love as much, mm-hmm. but I really think that um, that's really what's gonna get half these twenty four million people mm-hmm. to not leave their nine to fives mm-hmm. is if they're put into positions or put into jobs and careers where they love it. <laughs> Don't get me started. You can, we can get started. In regards to that whole put into position aspect, mm-hmm. um, I feel like... Oh, yes, because you did have an experience. I had a yeah. real experience where I worked for a company where I know I could give more in the area that I love to benefit the company, but they kept me boxed into this one area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's super important to know who you're working for and being able to go full-fledged to be able to give that aspect um, of you to them. But I know 100% of, in regards to being boxed into a specific position, knowing you could offer mm-hmm. more and know that you want to give more and it's just not being seen. Mm-hmm. I think that um, that also sucks, yeah. um, believe it or not. Not for companies that have these employees with so much talent mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. But then again, that's also not their fault because the talent applied for that position. Yeah. Um, so it's like, hey, you actually signed up for this and mm-hmm. this is the position we needed. Mm-hmm. We actually don't have it in our budget to move you to another mm-hmm. position because now we're missing out on this. So it's like, it's yeah. it's kind of, it's know, like, yeah, it's a win-win, it's a win-lose situation. Win-lose situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what did that we talk good. about today? That was really good. We could actually, I don't even know if you want to, we, we can go ahead probably on continue the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I don't even know where to go from there. I'm just stuck on the fact that people are doing things they don't want to do and yeah. they don't love it. And yeah. so, how would you suggest for people who are in the position of doing things that they don't love and actually still showing up to the job? I think they should put their best foot forward mm-hmm. and keep putting that foot forward until they step into their actual dream job. Like. keep putting your best foot forward keep showing up Mm -hmm. until you actually accidentally not even accidentally Mm -hmm. until you actually purposefully step into where you're supposed to be that was good uh so you all by now you know the whole visuals and stuff that i get and when we were talking about this in the beginning i kept hearing you show up and you watch god show out Mm. and that's the same exact thing Mm -hmm. you put your best foot forward until you step into the next that Mm -hmm. god has for you and i think that many reasons why we don't see like the positions that we hold or maybe even in families or whatever the case may be um when we show up to places we're not giving that all to be able to see god actually manifest himself Mm -hmm. in the positions that we're in Mm -hmm. and i know for me i can say that that ended up happening where i would show up halfway and then get upset with the outcome and really Realize, like Ashley, you really didn't give your your all to this specific mm-hmm. task. Mm-hmm. You didn't give your all to this specific job. Yep. You can't be upset if they don't see the p- 
potential and see what you can offer if you're not even showing up for the minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's super duper key in order to see like movement in our jobs, in our families, in the relationships that mm-hmm. we have is if we show up and give our all and do it in excellence and give our all is when we'll be able to see God show out and begin to open doors that we did not expect to right. open in them specific areas. Right. And everything that we're talking about that even now is all scriptural. Yeah. The scripture talks about, but well, we have the parable of the talents. Mm-hmm. It talks about stewardship. Mm-hmm. It also talks about um, you being a, a good steward over the little that you have been mm-hmm. given and you'll become a ruler over oh, much. much. That's all that's all encompassing. That doesn't yeah. only mean what's mm-hmm. happening inside the four walls of the church. Mm-hmm. This is happening in and, mm-hmm. in life, in the world. Like mm-hmm. you taking care of what you have been given and mm-hmm. you like doors will open and I'm I know I keep talking about these doors. It's okay. But you will be able to actually get to the place where you need to be because, or the place where you actually desire to be mm-hmm. because you were faithful over what you've been given. Yeah. You were faithful over that. You mm-hmm. were showing up on time. Mm-hmm. You were treating your, your coworkers nicely and with kindness mm-hmm. and, and being generous towards them. You were going above and beyond, not so that you can get approval for your boss, but because it's innate in you. Mm-hmm. You have the character of someone that holds integrity, mm-hmm. of someone of good morale. And so people see these things and people want to promote you just because of just because of the way you showed up mm-hmm. you there i have you may been, not even be the best at it you may because, not even be the best at it mm-hmm. but because of how you showed up and because mm-hmm. of your attitude towards the thing people want to promote you and put you in positions of rulership and mm-hmm. and and position of 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 i guess even wealth increase because yes. you were you were you know mm-hmm. the, like you may not you have yeah. the qualifications based off of what the job required yes. but because i showed up in this manner of, of excellence mm-hmm. it was able to push me into a space that people who actually have the qualifications for, I overstepped that because yeah. I was able to show up in a way mm-hmm. that honored God because honestly, what we do in um, yes. on earth should give honor to God. How yeah. we show up, what we do, how we speak about it, mm-hmm. how we show up when we are actually in the building and in the space actually mm-hmm. honors God. So I think that when we really recognize that even when I'm not qualified for this space, I showed up in a way that showed them that um, I honor them and because I honor them mm-hmm. and I also love what I do in such a way that I'll go above and beyond. It's like exceeding their expectations. Yeah. And you actually have to believe that. Yeah. You have to believe that one day I'm mm-hmm. going to be, um, not paid per se, but mm-hmm. one day I'm going to, re- I'm going to reap the benefits of putting my best foot forward. It's going to happen. There is no doubt about it. Like, Putting it, and I'm not saying put your best foot forward and stay in the same position. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that either, because you could put your best foot forward and still be applying for other jobs. Yep. So I just I'm saying That's what, a fact. some way somehow it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Whether your job gives it to you, whether your boss or someone your supervisor gives it to you, you're going to find where you need to be yeah. if you put your best foot forward. That was really good. That was good. I, I, we can end the episode right here. Yeah, no, yeah, for real. Even I, it was like 15 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I think that that's okay. Yeah. Um, and being able to really recognize the space that we hold and mm-hmm. honor it and cherish it 
and really give ourselves fully over to it and not halfway. I feel like we do ourselves a disservice mm-hmm. when we show up to these places halfway. Not even halfway sometimes. We're giving maybe mm-hmm. 15 to 20%. 15, 20%. Um, just trying to collect the check. Just trying to collect the check. But I want us to start looking at the opportunities that we have mm-hmm. as more than a check. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we're so emotionally based. Oh, man. Like, we are people full mm-hmm. of emotions. God gave us, gave us, mm-hmm. gave us these emotions. So. But he also gave us the I'm Holy saying. Spirit to teach he, us how to operate he, in our emotions. He gave some of us the Holy Spirit because all of us don't have the Holy That's Spirit. True. Because all of us haven't received Jesus Yes, but Christ. for the believers. But who, for the believers yes. who do. He has given you self-control. Yes. He has given you the ability to push past some of those emotions um, mm-hmm. because they affect so much. They mm-hmm. affect your decision making. Mm-hmm. They affect all these things. And your emotions could be putting you out of the best position of your life uh, because you decided to succumb to that instead of putting your best foot forward. You decided to, 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 to lean into what you feel mm-hmm. about a situation instead of just brushing that off and carrying out your day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's hard. I get it. Yes, Trust it me. Is. I understand. I used to be on trains for two hours getting to work, two mm-hmm. hours to and fro. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Frustrated. Yeah. Cold. Snowing, Listen. raining. They didn't close the office. I got to show up. Your socks is wet. Cause the socks is wet because <laughs> of the rain. And I showed up and I had to do what I had to do. And now I'm stepping into my dream career because I did all those things prior to this moment. It just reminded me of a job that I worked, I worked at a clothing store back in 2011. And I used to get so frustrated because when I would take the bus and I felt like they did not value me as an employee and I would show up and I regained favor with the higher, higher ups. Wow. Um, but the people who were also trying to had more experience than me saw me gaining influence in the place that they began to do the things that people who see you gaining influence, who see that you're challenging their position, mm-hmm. even though it's intention unintentionally. Right. But it really reminded me of this time when I was sitting at the bus stop. It was a snowstorm. I had on socks and flats. This my is God. I know, right? That was a long time ago. Oh I don't my God, that story. socks and flats. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really made me question everything about life. As wow. is right after I um, graduated high school. And I really sat on that at that bus, waiting for the bus to come while it was snowing, while my feet were soaking wet and freezing. And I said, what do I really want to do in my life? Do mm-hmm. I want to really sit here traveling in this manner for a company that I'm trying to move up in, but Mm -hmm. I see that people are sabotaging my way up. And that was actually my last day. Um, Mainly because when I was tired of my, now this is when I was what, 19 years old, 18, 19 years old, and really realized that I did not want to continue to be sabotaged, to have my name tarnished, to sit at a bus stop Mm -hmm. with my feet freezing, with socks on, on, with some flats, Mm -hmm. and my feet were wet. Um, And it really caused me to question everything about where I wanted to go in life that was actually a pivotal moment in my life to be quite honest that was the that was literally the winter before I got saved Mm. and it literally caused me to just check everything and say Ashley what do you really want to do with your life how do you want to see your life um, play out where do you want to work that was the moment that I literally questioned everything Mm -hmm. and that was right before I went to college and made the decision that I wanted to be a chef and I found out later on that I didn't want to be a chef but it's okay that's not the point of the story that's not the point of the story (laughs) but really recognizing that that pivotal moment caused me to really look back at my life and say what do I I really want mm-hmm. where do I really want to work mm-hmm. like I love customer service we talked about that already but what do I really want to do with myself and I think it's those pivotal moments where you're in the snow 
you're in the rain, you're mm -hmm. on that train traveling two hours that really make you reflect over everything that you're doing yeah. to really find out what you really want to do in life and mm -hmm. see what you have to offer it and see what it have to uh, what it has to offer you. Mm -hmm. I often, based off what you said, not even based off what you said, I think it's true that our darkest moments lead us to the light. Mm -hmm. Like our darkest moments often lead us to purpose. Sometimes mm -hmm. you have to hit rock bottom so that you can catapult to the top. You have to go through some, sometimes, mm -hmm. I'm not saying all the time, this is not everybody's story, mm -hmm. but sometimes you have to go through mm -hmm. to get up. And mm -hmm. I really believe that there are people on here that, that are listening to this that may be at that rock bottom mm -hmm. place or maybe at that state of giving up. Mm -hmm. But I challenge you to just reflect. Take mm -hmm. a moment because your purpose is around the corner. The mm -hmm. thing that you're supposed to be doing that's going to bring you some sort of fulfillment in life mm -hmm. it's in those those dark heavy mm -hmm. moments um so yeah. push through don't give up don't forsake the small beginnings yes the small beginnings will literally lead you to where you need to be mm -hmm. and train you to maintain the space that you're getting ready to be in listen those small beginnings are mm -hmm. are key they're essential they're essential because mm -hmm. we sometimes Honestly, as humans, <laughs> not humans, because it's, it's, it's a humanistic thing. Like it's, oh it's just who we are. Like it's human nature. It's human nature. Mm -hmm. Like for example, if we were, if we were, I don't know how to say what I want to say. I just feel like because if we weren't put in a in a in a space mm -hmm. that we were capable to maintain mm -hmm. at that level in life, mm -hmm. then we wouldn't be able to be put into another space later on mm -hmm. that was bigger than the previous space. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't know how to maintain that. We wouldn't mm -hmm. know how to control that. We wouldn't mm -hmm. know how to, to, to change the temperature in that to make it fit our needs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be good because mm -hmm. we lacked the training that we could have gotten in the previous yeah. space. And in this new space, we're probably hurting people. We're hurting ourselves. We're causing damage to the environment around us because oh we gosh. haven't been given the, the vernacular, the language. We mm -hmm. haven't been given the tools, the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the keys. I guess the essentials to uh to make that space work the way that space was designed to work mm -hmm. um and so I think that we really need to all pay attention to where we are now mm -hmm. where we want to be mm -hmm. and how the place where we are now is training us to maintain and be sustainable in the place that we're going yeah I can definitely say I literally had a whole flashback in regards to my entire journey to now and had I been angry and allowed my down season to control me and consume me, I wouldn't mm -hmm. be where I am right now. Mm -hmm. um, and But I still have further to go, you know? Um, and I definitely am looking back, I'm like, I really thank God for bringing me through those dark times and through those down seasons because they literally built me up to be where I am now. They mm -hmm. strengthened me. They um, helped me be more mature. They showed me aspects about myself that weren't so good and showed me how I could be and being able to look at myself in a different lens and not be so hard on myself in regards to what did happen yeah. and say, okay, all of these things happen, but what are the things that I can take from these? What are the tools that I can take? What are the keys that I can take mm -hmm. to be able to take me to the next space that God desires for me to be at. Yeah. On the flip side of this, I think that based off of the IDK fact, I think mm -hmm. if this not not the same number, close to the same number mm -hmm. of entrepreneurs are have started business that they don't actually love. And oh. so they want to quit those things because they're not in, in purpose either. Because they're trying to make a quick buck. My God. They're trying to make That's a quick buck. They're trying to make it's a total flip. Monkey on, it's, oh, I wasn't trying to throw one, but you know, receive That's it. Good, 
the monkey. Receive the monkey. I don't know if monkey wrench. Don't they hurt? They might be. Just, I never seen a monkey. Don't receive wrench. it. Oh, maybe I did. I don't know. You try to make me. I don't know. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, I'm done. Oh my gosh. So that's it. Yeah. Like, so you're I talking feel, about. I, I want to talk about. I want to talk about the people that are not in. That are not in the right space. Mm. They've taken up a space and and they stepped into uh, a. A, a, a position that's still a job it's not 95 but it's still a job mm-hmm. that they don't even like because they need to or because they decided mm-hmm. to yeah I know a lot of people who are in those positions like if you think about like mom and dad sometimes they do what they have to do in order to provide mm-hmm. for the family mm-hmm. um, but my hope especially like for the parents that I know is that they see that they've done what they can do and then try to find some way to finagle them with their way into something that they have passion for and that they do love. Um, I'm sure that you can do both at the same time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being able to do what you have to do for your family, but also try to create some space to be able to find what you love and to do that at the same exact time mm-hmm. and see where it takes you. Yeah. I know, I know I want to be that parent where I do what I have to do for my family, but also recognize don't forsake my passions that and the things that God has given me to be able to create and to do for it so that my kids can see that their parent and yeah. that their parents have left space for creativity and left space for the things that they have passion for. Yeah, I would I would like to challenge the entrepreneurs out there that are doing that. Um, because yes, it is good. Like mm-hmm. don't like if you, you sometimes you have to do what you gotta do to get to where you wanna be. Yeah. But if we stay there, we'll never mm-hmm. live. A fulfilled life. Yeah. We will constantly be miserable day in and day out mm-hmm. because we are not happy. Mm-hmm. And I think um, entrepreneurship gives you that arena. Mm-hmm. According to the IDK facts, well, that could be one of the reasons mm-hmm. is that one, they're not in passion, but also two, they haven't created this space. They don't know what space they need to step into to live yeah. a fulfilled life. So Go I have ahead. a question for you. Yeah, yeah. For someone who actually coaches other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and consults them with their visions and their dreams, how do you begin to, if you see something that someone's trying to build that not necessarily lines up with their vision or mm-hmm. mission, but they're just trying to create something to get money off of it, mm-hmm. what do? how would you help them process that? I actually, I actually start off with purpose. Okay. So one of my, so we go through a discovery session and mm-hmm. then the next session is discovering your purpose mm-hmm. and uh, like living that purpose out and mm-hmm. how that purpose aligns with your actual business. And I think that when someone comes to me with an idea that they have or the business that they have already started and I realize that it's not in line with their purpose, I ask them, what is your purpose? Mm-hmm. What do you believe you've been called to do? Mm-hmm. What it is that you love to do? Does mm-hmm. this bring you joy? Are you happy doing it? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're not happy. Understood. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the drawing board and see how we can revamp this and mm-hmm. rework this so that you're happy with what you're producing. Mm-hmm. So that you're happy with what you're getting paid to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't like the fact that some... That I, I, I just don't like it. I don't like the fact that people step into an arena where the possibilities are endless, but you're stuck mm-hmm. behind what you don't like to do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so we create a plan. We come up with an idea like, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this for the next three to five months. We need to make sure that we're receiving this amount of money so that we can now step into a different arena or step into a different industry mm-hmm. um, based off of what their preferences or whatever it is that they like. Mm-hmm. And so I challenge them to think. I challenge them to reflect. And then mm-hmm. I also help them get to a space where there needs to be a pivot. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that I love about entrepreneurship or being your own boss, you can change your mind 
the next day Mm -hmm. because you own the business. Of course, have a strategy in place for that. Mm -hmm. But don't be afraid to change your mind. You have the ability to do that. You're the boss. You're Mm -hmm. the CEO. It's going to throw some people off. You may lose (laughs) some clients, but you're going to gain new ones because you're Mm -hmm. now catering to a different um, demographic of people. Mm -hmm. And so I think that... um, they need to be, not be afraid to change, not be afraid to, sh- to switch things up a bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that I'll be doing that in a couple mm-hmm. years, probably. Mm-hmm. Rebranding is necessary. Rebrand, people. Rebrand. Stay yeah. fresh. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the possibilities are endless with that. Yeah. So if you all didn't hear, if I were you, I would stay tuned for what Errol has oh, to wow. offer other entrepreneurs <laughs> to be able to, to assist that vision, so. to push you into purpose so that you're in line with purpose and not just creating and trying to build for mm-hmm. money. Because then you get burnt out. Yes. And then you start complaining. Yeah, and then y'all want to come talk to me and ask me how to fix it. Oh my god, I'm not with it. Oh I'm my not. Gosh. Yesterday's price. Oh my god, <laughs> it's not today's it's price. It's not today's price. Stop to coming episode. to me with the stuff y'all don't want to do. Because then yeah. when I give you everything that you need to do, you don't want to do it. Yeah, I think that's the hardest it. to try to coach mm-hmm. through. Um, with someone who is not sure about what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, I find out that after the session, they don't come back. Yeah. Or they do come back and they mm-hmm. come up with a different idea. And I'm like, I told you what to do last time. And you didn't want to do it. So mm-hmm. here we are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's really, really good. Yeah, man. Y'all need a business coach. Go to Arrow. Y'all need a sales coach. Go to Ashley. Oh, this is about business coaching and all. <laughs> wow. You can, you can find can... me on Instagram at the Errol Nemhart at mm-hmm. T-H-E-E-R-R-O-L-N-E-M-B-H-A-R-D. The Errol Nemhart. My name is Long Y'all, but it's part of my rebrand. Mm-hmm. So... All the things are happening, and we are excited about it. Yes, we are, and we hope that you're excited about it as well. Yeah, where can they find you, though? Because you're like a sales specialist, coach, content creator, all the things. You just do all the things <laughs> this season. Woman of God. The woman of God is creating the people's content. Yeah. Huh? And making them gain followers, huh? Yes, yes, yes. So what, where can you they can find follow you? follow me at officially Ashley Britton. Okay. That's B R I T T O N. Okay. If they don't have, if they don't know how to spell officially, how do they spell that? Oh, okay. Well, it's O-F-F-I. <laughs> they can look it up. <laughs> look it up. Can... Go to Google. Go Google's to Google. your best friend. Google it. She all over Google, y'all. Don't be, don't be. Deceived. I'm all over Google. Yes, you be on Google. You type in your name, your and your stuff be popping. Oh man. Yeah, you lit. That's from a business that you helped me create. Okay. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the people not liking what they do. Um, oh my gosh. So... Even in that, like, yeah. how do you? Oh, this is a good question. Yeah, you about to be vulnerable. Um, how do you assist people who are in put um they're in purpose with their business, but they lose passion for it? I ignite them. Okay, you better <laughs> set, you better be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you better be the flame. That is hilarious. I ignite them. I remind them of why they started. Mm-hmm. I remind them of why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And that usually takes like you. You know what? I actually needed that reminder mm-hmm. because I didn't know why I was doing this for some time. Mm-hmm. I'm stressed out. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. And you reminded me of why I actually started. And mm-hmm. usually that reason is because it's not about them. Yeah. The re- Usually when they discover that, like, hey, the reason why I started is to help other people or to help a certain demographic of people. 
they're reminded like mm-hmm. I, I need to do this mm-hmm. people's lives are depending on it mm-hmm. so yeah I yeah. know that's one thing that I, I drive home especially in sales coaching know your why and your what mm-hmm. because when you know those partner together in your most down seasons in the times where you're just like not sure about anything when you yeah. revisit that it literally will push you mm-hmm. to the next place that you desire to be I have a vulnerable question for you oh man that's probably gonna be the last question of the episode she might oh, um, quit me y'all um, quit you yeah cause anyways uh, why are you leaning away from sales coaching and stepping into content creation wow <laughs> uh, yeah I should have seen her face <laughs> yeah. wow um, wow this is a serious moment on this is a serious moment I, I, I actually have emotional displacement right now uh, we need a session cause <laughs> you could have Um, it's not that I'm leaning away from sales coaching. Um, I noticed that, um, I began to merge my business from unlock the sale Mm -hmm. to just Ashley Britton. I won't say the full name, okay, but Ashley Britton. Um, I just haven't found the most creative way to merge that into my now full brand of, um, what I'm doing on social media and it just content creating became so easy and fun and I love doing it Okay, that I began to go in that route. Like Mm -hmm. everyone who knows me knows that sales coaching is at my core. Like I love it. I can do it with my eyes closed, not in my own ability, Mm -hmm. but by God, like that was something that I didn't know was there. Mm -hmm. Literally I walked into the sales field as a waitress and out of nowhere i began to recognize that this is something that i really ha- i was gifted to do mm-hmm. um but it was literally as i'm rebranding i began to kind of pause on the sales coaching because the content creating part became began to be more magnified okay um but because there was a need because there was a need mm-hmm. so it's not that i am quitting sales coaching it's just that the need for content creating and a content creation coach became a real need for a lot of people and I didn't realize I thought it was just something content creating was just something that I was doing Mm -hmm. for fun and I didn't recognize that was something that was an actual need in the industry where there are people who need help processing creating content there are people who need content strategies on how to even position themselves to be seen Mm -hmm. so I began to realize that whole aspect content create that's literally just a nice name for marketing yourself Mm -hmm. and marketing your voice and your brand and being able to position yourself in front of people. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something that became more obvious that people needed help with. Um, And then sales coaching right now is just not at the forefront because content creation became the thing that was magnified for people. Mm -hmm. And they recognized it's something that was benefiting not just me, but benefiting the stuff that I was putting out Mm -hmm. um, and that they needed assistance with. And they recognized like, oh man, you really have a knack for this. How can you help me? Mm-hmm. Like, can you help me begin to increase my followers? Can you help me increase what I have going engagement, on? Yeah. Engagement on social media. So that was something that people needed help with. And mm-hmm. that's something that I just began to fill that space. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like God sometimes opens up spaces for you to fill. You better open up and space. that might pivot in a but mm-hmm. in 2022, I might pivot back into sales right. coaching. Um, but I know that God opens up a space for you to fill sometimes so that you can fulfill that need. And that's just the need that I'm fulfilling in this time. Yeah, I definitely, I wanted to ask you that 
question because I believe that that's a great example of how you can make a decision Mm -hmm. as a CEO Mm -hmm. and change Mm -hmm. what you're doing based Mm -hmm. on the need of your audience. Mm -hmm. Um, and it still be, it still be aligned with your passion. Mm -hmm. It still be aligned with something you want. Mm -hmm. I know that, uh, some of my audience, they want things that I don't like to do. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I'm telling them, no, I don't enjoy this. Mm -hmm. I have the right to make that decision. Mm -hmm. Later on in life, I may change that. I Mm -hmm. may go into, um, producing Mm -hmm. more things, you know what I'm saying? For my clients. Mm -hmm. I enjoy those things sometimes, but mm-hmm. I'm not magnifying that area right now because mm-hmm. the need isn't as great. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, that's important to know because some people think that if they follow their passion, they won't have different avenues to explore the things. Yeah, that's, that's not true. Because your people, your individuals, your clients, they need mm-hmm. all the things. Mm-hmm. And usually once they have someone that they can trust, they're going to come back that's and say, hey, fact. do you also do this? Mm-hmm. Because I also need this. And yeah. You have the ability to decide if that's something that you love mm-hmm. to do if you want to do it and, you know. Because if I wouldn't have stepped into the content creation, I wouldn't have recognized that my majority of my audience actually yep. needed assistance mm-hmm. with content creation yeah. and being able to understand how to build it and recognize, like, I could do it for fun, mm-hmm. but there's an actual strategy that goes behind it yeah. um, and actually building it out. So, yeah, I'm feeling it for now, but mm-hmm. I know for sure that sales coaching is what I love to do and I I love teaching people how to sell their products and services. I love giving people language on how to get actually position their business. I love giving them tips and tools that they didn't have in their arsenal before. Mm-hmm. And now I can use this in a way where it, it literally positions me in front of my audience to be able to sell them what I'm offering. Yeah. So selling, as you can tell, it's a love of mine. And I know a few of my friends say I'm sell. I sell all the time, mm-hmm. and I don't even Every recognize day. it. I don't recognize Every it. Every day is crazy. Oh my gosh, no! I understand the truth. Oh my god, tell the truth, shame double. She, um, she loves to sell somebody's Malamar, y'all. I should. Sure, she, she, she'll sell it, and you don't even know. You'll buy Malamars just because she talked about it. Oh my That's gosh, crazy. no! Like people, it was at one point that people, I got eight boxes of Malamar in one day, oh my god. just because we talk so much about it, but also recognizing that. What I'm learning, because I do it with another cosmetic company that I love, being able to stop being afraid to even position yourself to these brands mm-hmm. and recognizing that I am a voice for you and you just don't know it. Mm-hmm. So how would you advise someone who, I know this is a whole advice yeah, column I'm pretty much. definitely about to close out this episode. But we but- ain't. I just the last one. <laughs> um, how would you advise someone who is even like me, who is always selling somebody else's thing and not re- really reaping the benefits as an ambassador for them. How to sell them to be an ambassador. Mm-hmm. I think that is natural. I think it's natural for us to talk about the things that we like. Mm-hmm. It's natural. If I like something as much as you like the Malamars, <laughs> I'm going to talk about it every single day. I think positioning yourself to, I guess, reap the benefits of it mm-hmm. looks like putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. and uh, talking about it publicly all the time. Mm -hmm. Eventually someone's going to notice. And eventually they're going to reach out and say, Hey, Mm -hmm. can we pay you for this? Because listen, the amount of times I talk about Starbucks on this podcast, Mm -hmm. Starbucks is going to reach out to me one day. I'm telling you, Starbucks is going to reach out to me one day and I'll be selling the Starbucks on the podcast. (laughs) Starbucks is going to have an ad. It's going to have a section. Oh, my God. Um, and if I y'all see this it. come to pass, y'all need to... I don't know what y'all need to do. Sometimes but. he speaks stuff and it seems like a joke. And in reality, it's a whole prophetic declaration. 
We'll see what happens. We're we'll see. see what the Lord does. You I'm better be a brand God. ambassador and partner with Starbucks. I believe God. Um, but yeah, I think people people talk about Target all the time. Mm-hmm. These women of God love the Target. They love <laughs> yeah. the Target. They talk about Target every day. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's why half of them is going to Target. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once you talk about the stuff that you love, people latch onto it and people want to try it out for themselves and people experience it based mm-hmm. off of your perspective and your own experience and they love it and latch onto it. Yeah. And so shout out to all the influencers out there that are taking sponsors sponsorships and that are doing ads for other companies because you've positioned yourself to be an influencer whether that's a nano influencer or a macro influencer y'all are doing the things and congratulations congratulations yeah man so i guess that's it for this episode y'all we talked about everything we sure did under the sun and this was this was a good this episode wasn't even planned it It sure was it just came together it came together this is why you gotta pray before you do all the things because the Lord will take you in a different direction. He sure will. And if you don't follow his lead, you're not going to have nothing to say <laughs> on the podcast. Um, but yeah, we talked about everything from nine to fives to entrepreneurship. And we talked about how your passion and your purpose um, should align with your nine to five or should have some some type of correlation or should work together to mm-hmm. lead you to your, pra- your passion mm-hmm. or purpose. And so we want to challenge you to work hard Put your best foot forward because one day mm-hmm. that foot that you're that you're putting forward is gonna lead you or allow you to step into your purpose and step into the place that you love mm-hmm. and the place of fulfillment. And so we love y'all. Thanks for tuning in again, and we'll be back again next week. Also, I think this is Thanksgiving. Yeah. So happy Thanksgiving, y'all. I think this is Thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving, right? I believe it is Thanksgiving. I believe it's Thanksgiving. If it's it not is. Thanksgiving, happy early Thanksgiving. No, it is Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Eat all the turkey. Um, and we're grateful to even partner with you guys in this yeah. way. And we love you guys.